Towards the end of Parsha's Chukas, the Torah describes in graphic detail how Pinchas killed Zimri and Cosby. Pinchas arose from the crowd, he took a spear in his hand, and drove it through both of them. The Torah says, Eshnehem, anonymously. Who are these two people? It doesn't specify their names. Only later in Parsha's Pinchas does the Torah reveal to us their names. Furthermore, the Pasik says, Pinchas arose from the crowd. Why was it necessary for the Torah to tell us that? Obviously he was amongst the Eda. The words mitoicha Eda seem superfluous. Also, isn't it strange that the story of Pinchas begins in the last few psukim of Parshas Balak? Why doesn't the Torah record the entire story in Parshas Pinchas? So I'd like to share with you a fascinating story that happened back in 2018 in the National Hockey League. Among hockey's great quirks are that it's the only pro sport with the potential for someone who is not on the team's roster to come out of the stands and actually play in a game. It takes a very rare set of circumstances to open that door. This mysterious arcane NHL rule accounts for the near impossibility that a team suffers injuries to both of their goaltenders. Before every game, the team designates a person to be the emergency backup goalie to stand by in case this highly improbable event should ever occur. So on the night of March 29th, the hometown Chicago Blackhawks were hosting the Winnipeg Jets and the impossible happened. The Blackhawks starting goalie was injured just prior to faceoff. And then, with 14 minutes left in the game, their backup goalie also went down with an injury. The call came for the designated backup goalie, 36-year-old Scott Foster, to enter the game. Foster is an accountant by trade. However, in his free time, he plays in the local recreational hockey league and he volunteers as the emergency backup goaltender for the hometown NHL hockey team about a dozen times a year. He says, I usually just head up to my seat, watch the game, have a bite to eat and head home. However, on this night, history came calling. Scott Foster took the ice as the emergency goaltender despite the fact that he hadn't played competitive hockey since college and he had zero professional experience. The hometown Blackhawks had a one goal lead and with half the third period still remaining, everyone in the arena expected the opposing team to quickly take advantage of such an inexperienced player and tie up the game and even go ahead and win the game. Yet, Foster exceeded all expectations. He summoned his innate talents and years of honing his skills and stopped all seven shots that came his way, preserving the one-goal lead and securing Chicago's victory. And he won the game's first star award in his first and likely his only NHL game of his life. And in the process, Scott Foster became an instant NHL legend. It was a once-in-a-lifetime shot. And only because he kept himself prepared and ready for the challenge was he able to take advantage of this rare opportunity and become a hero. Lahavdil Pinchas lived in anonymity. He wouldn't have been anointed if not for his incredible act of zealousy. If not for his heroics, he would have gone down as an obscure footnote in Jewish history. The Pasik says Pinchas was mitoicha He was just an ordinary person amongst the crowd. But he stood ready, willing and able to battle for Kvaychamayim. And he was handsomely rewarded. Pinchas didn't walk around carrying a spear looking to stab people. However, figuratively, he was able to crusade and advocate for Hashem's honor. 
So why does the story of Pinchas begin in Parshas Balak? To show the tremendous contrast between Bilam and Pinchas. Bilam had no official position. He was a hired gun, a freelancer. Bilam's name is comprised of the words Beliam. He had no affiliation to any country. He was like a mercenary. He wasn't associated with any race or religion. And when his opportunity arose, he used it in the most heinous way. To show the contrast between the two, the Torah places some of the story of Pinchas in the same parsha as Bilam. So why doesn't the Torah initially in Parsha's Chukas reveal the names of the two perpetrators? It's because to Pinchas, they were just Shnehem. They were just two random people. To a zealot like Pinchas, when it comes to wage war on behalf of Hashem, it doesn't matter the status of the individuals. It may be a prince of a tribe and a princess. They may have stature and prestige. But to Pinchas, they were just two arbitrary citizens. The story of Pinchas is teaching us the significance and the reward for one act of Messias Nefesh for Kvot Shemayim. Pinchas, one random anonymous mammy, Toicha Eida, from amongst the crowd, by performing one act for Kvot Shemayim, assured the continuity of the Jewish people. And talking about where one amazing act can create a Kiddush Hashem around the world, this past Sunday late at night, Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett went to inspect the site of where 150 people are still missing from the horrific collapse of their high-rise building in North Miami. Burkett said, When I did my late-night pass at the building, I observed a little girl. She was about 12 years old, and she was sitting by herself, and she was looking down. He said, I recognized the little girl from a previous encounter, and I understood that either her mother or father was a victim of the surfside collapse. She was there sitting all by herself, near the pile of rubble, scrolling through prayers on her cell phone, sitting all alone on the deck, looking completely lost, pouring out her heart and saying to Hillam and hoping for a miracle, while looking at the pile of debris and imagining one of her parents are in there. The mayor said, that broke my heart. And with that, he became so emotional, he broke down, and shed some tears for the little girl and their family. The story of this little girl made national and international news. It was featured on every late night broadcast. This little girl taught the world, when a person is in an ace tzara, there's only one thing to do. Take out your tehillim and turn to Hashem in prayer. That's our only hope. We never know when our opportunity will arrive. We always have to be willing, ready and able to make a Kiddush Hashem. Pinchas, for his one heroic act, the Torah named the Parsha after him, and will forever be known as the quintessential Kanai. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.